0: Hello and welcome to The Arsenal Way, back again with you guys for another episode of what is our Arsenal Agenda series on Deadline Day. Joining us at 10am uh, this Friday morning, uh, very happy to be joined by, as always, Umar, how do you make you good, Joel? Yeah,
1: I'm not bad, we were just speaking and I was saying to you it's a bit weird, a bit stupid that it's Deadline Day just before uh, a round of fixtures, I don't get it, mm. I think it's a bit silly, but yeah, apart from that, I'm okay.
0: It's the way the cookie crumbles, mate, Um, because it's just... I don't like the way way the cookie crumbles, though. (laughs) (laughs) Being on a diet, I'd love a cookie to crumble right into my mouth, to be honest, but uh, none of that um all healthy green stuff instead but uh yeah there is uh there is plenty to discuss despite there not necessarily being a lot happening which is right. the kind of the main talking point at the moment we are at this point in time 10 a.m uh uk time on deadline day there is uh just over 12 hours left looking at the clock now on the screen yeah just over 12 hours uh 13 hours uh left of uh this uh this window and it doesn't, Umar. Still at this moment, time look like we're going to be signing anybody. Has your mind changed? Are you expecting any surprises? Or is it going to be a very quiet one for us today?
1: Yeah, if I'm honest, um, sorry for everyone in the chat box, but I don't think Arsenal are going to uh, make any signings when uh, they're I just think it's too quiet. I think um, if they were going to sign a player, it would have been done a few weeks ago post uh, Timber's injury I think Arteta Edu they're not um, individuals who like to take a risk in terms of um, making panic signings um, you may disagree with that you may think it's wrong Um, everyone has their opinions but obviously do you, down to Arteta and Edu, I just don't think they're gonna make a panic signing, and I think they're gonna look in terms of what's available uh, in the market right now, in terms of fees, in terms of loan options, and they're probably thinking to themselves, "Look, um, we, we've got a squad here capable of challenging Manchester City." Again, maybe the wrong decision. but I just can't see anything happen. I think it's gonna be more um, outgoings today: Rob mm-hmm. Holding, Sambilakonga, etc. But, yeah, it's an interesting one. It's disappointing, personally, uh, because I would have liked to see an Arsenal strengthen um, defensively um, after Timber's injury. I think they look a bit weaker on the defensive side of things. We spoke yesterday, Tomiyasu, Thomas Partey, they're going to be going away on international duty in in January. Zinchenko's availability, his injury record is not the best. Tomiyasu's... So, Arsenal do look a bit light defensively, but one option that people not may not be uh, talking about a lot, maybe Mikalatia sees Deccan Rice as potential centre back cover. Like he's he's played there before, he's got the ability to do a job there. And I know you're laughing. Yeah, you're you're laughing, I'm but, laughing, yeah. but you, you just never know what Mikel is thinking. He probably thinks that he can do a job similar to what John, John Stones uh, was doing for Manchester City last season, that inverted centre back role dropping into midfield. So, Mikel Ateta, he does have solutions in his mind that we're probably not privy about. But if you're asking me if I'm disappointing, yes, but name me any names out there that we could have bought today that would have been um like that would have strengthened us. I think I'm in the position and the mindset. I don't want to sign players like Eric Garcia because I don't think they're good enough for this football club. I don't think mm. they're good enough for this football club. So don't bring them yeah. to Arsenal just for the sake of it, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's tough, isn't it? Because there is potential, you know, and the headline today, is you'll see, Rob Holding is being targeted quite heavily by Crystal Palace. They are, they've are they become favourites, as, as I understand it, to be... Um, you know the the people that sign potentially Rob today. There is other interest from Premier League and clubs in Spain as well. So there is an expectation that that Rob could leave the club today, um, which would leave us even shorter in defence um, than we are right now, and again leave us weaker in a in an area of the squad that you know we absolutely need to strengthen. It really sucks that. Uh, you're Timber is is out um for the long term because that was a really really good signing for arsenal you know it was arguably the best defensive option we could have bought this summer and we pulled it off the same as the best midfielder we could have bought this mm-hmm. summer beckham rice we bought so that's two areas where we signed the best possible player and our priority signing yeah. in those two areas and you know david raya i Rob- arguably the best goalkeeper we could have signed. You know, I know people might say, Andre, no, no. But I think, you know, if you had to pick between the two, I think I'd rather David Rea. So that's three areas of the squad where we've signed the best possible option. But one of those has been ripped away from us because of injury. And that that is a real big frustration, um, you know, for us. And I think to get to January with um, Kivior, Gabriel, Saliba, White. Zinchenko and Tomiyasu, is going to take a monumental about of fortune, uh, I think, to, to not experience injuries, to not experience potentially even fatigue uh, in those areas. Do you think that you mentioned Rice as a solution? Um, I'm not keen, you know, on, on that idea. But do you think that maybe someone like Raw Waters is being looked at as an option as well? Yeah, maybe. Uh,
1: we spoke about it yesterday. Um it seems that he's been in and around the first team set up for, for quite a while now. Um, it seems that Mikel is a fan. Obviously, he's gone um, to the pre-season tours over in the States. He was in the winter training camp in Dubai, um, I think, last January. I think it was post-World Cup, before the World Cup. I can't remember. So he's been in and around the first team. And if I'm honest, I'd rather see Rule Waters be given an opportunity than keep someone like Rob Holding because... It, I know Rob Holdings is an experienced player, etc., but I've seen what Rob Holdings capable of in the last two seasons. Um, obviously, when we were going for the Champions League places, we suffered injuries and he came in. And I think it was um, a hindrance to Arsenal's Champions League hopes. And then obviously Tottenham got the top four position. And we saw it last season when we were going for the title. William Saliba picked up an injury. Tommy picked up an injury. Holding came into the team, and again, we looked far weaker. And I just don't think he fits the system. He doesn't fit the philosophy, and he doesn't fit the style of where Arsenal are now playing at. And I, I respect him. Um, I, th- I think he's a good character to have in the dressing room. But good characters, if I'm honest, m- more often than not, they don't win you trophies. <laughs> good players win you trophies. So we have to be ruthless in that regard. And Rule Waters is an interesting one because... I've seen clips on social media, people are still a bit hesitant um, in terms of chucking in a, a youngster in the deep end. But I think that's, that's, that's never a bad thing. I think you you see what a youngster is capable of doing when you chuck them in the deep end and you're like, okay, now show me what you can do. You've seen it in the past with youngsters that have come um, f- from the academy into the first team setup, up, Bakaya Saka and Mills Smith-Rowe the Jack Bull uh, of this world, and they've proved to be a success. So why can't Rule Walters do it? You saw Manchester City. Um, it was a shock, uh, I think, last season when Cancelo, they sold him to Bayern Munich on-, on loan. And everyone was thinking, what's Pep Guardiola doing? He's crazy. But what did he do? He, he knew what he was doing, to be honest. He brought in Rico Lewis, and I think Ruka- Rico Lewis for a couple of months. He transformed Manchester City's back line. He he was a very good addition. And we're not necessarily sitting here and saying Rural Waters is going to start games. But if there is an opportunity and if someone needs a breather or someone needs um, minutes in the Carabao Cup, you said it yesterday against Brentford, play him. See what you can do. Let's give him a run out because you said it yesterday. There's an opportunity now with Julian Timber's injury What's the point of spending 50, 60 million pounds and bringing someone in to replace Timber when in seven months' time, Timber's going to come back and that money could be seen as a waste, in my opinion. I would only have done it if someone like Simakan was available, if there's an opportunity there. But again, we don't know what the situation with Leipzig is. Maybe they don't want to sell him. So, yeah, Rule Waters is an interesting one. I think you said it yesterday, two players or three players that potentially could break into the Arsenal first team he's one of them alongside uh Nominieri. so yeah i'd rather him get an opportunity than someone like rob holding uh stay but yeah it would have been nice to sign defensive cover potentially on loan i like kyle walker peters i think he's got um good start his game good variation can play in two positions comfortably but michael maybe has a plan and Look, we love players from Hale end um, making a, a breakthrough into the first team. So if Roo Waters can do that, I think more, more, more Arsenal fans will be delighted with that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
0: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, you know, I know that six. Defenders, Basher says here, six defenders only is suicidal one injury and will be in trouble. We playing Saturday when party, Sunday. Parties included in that as well now. Yeah, he, uh, he is technically an option for us in that area. But also, you have to consider the fact that, you know, ideally our best 11 is with him in midfield. Um, I would say, you know, if you're going... Like the weekend, where are you playing Partey? Eh? Midfield. Midfield. So, whilst you're right to suggest that he is, at the moment, an option for us in that position, even though the majority of supporters aren't the biggest fans of it. And I, you know, I see the method in it, but you know, in our biggest games, I want to see us using part in midfield and if Tommy Asso and Saliba get an injury like they did simultaneously last season, you know, we don't even have Rob Holding then to come in, you know, mm-hmm. potentially, like we did last season. Can I don't mind that. Come in? Uh, I know you don't, but <laughs> it's 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 depth, you know, and if you've got Carabao Cup games that you need to rotate for, Champions League games, you know, if we have that, that game against Lawns and, and we need to rotate for that or whatever, you know, that's really important to consider. So, I just find it a little bit disappointing that we've not brought that defender in. What I would say is that even though we've been talking here about, you know, Benjamin Henricks and Simacan and, you know, players like this, RB Leipzig have gone on record saying that they're not willing to sell players now at this point in the window. So you can probably write those players off. Yeah, yeah. uh, Whether they would have been two weeks ago. I don't know. It's difficult to know. We've had, you know, just less than three weeks since the timber injury to to find somebody. I looked at Tyler Adams potentially as someone, you know, who can yeah. play right back and play right mid, can play centre mid, available for 20 million. Yeah. You know, that might have been a, a shrewd bit of business by Arsenal, um, potentially. <laughs> And and there's a piece actually that's just gone out with myself and Josh Holland talking about the regrets that we have in this window on players that we could have signed um, instead of players that we've got, or you know just in addition to what we've got. But I, I still think I think there's a lot of. Um, negativity around the end of this window. But I do want to look back on the window positively because we've done some really, really good things. You know, Declan Rice, as I mentioned, brilliant signing. Uri and Timber despite the injury, you know, when you look at it in the context of just the signing without mm. knowing he was going to get injured. Yeah, really, yeah, really bad luck. Yeah. Brilliant signing. David Ryer on loan, an amazing bit of business by a do. You know, getting, you know, 40 million euros for Alagan with a 17.5% sell-on clause. Great sale. Um, getting more than 20 million quid for Granit Xhaka great sale being able to get profit on Turner the suggestions that Nuno Tavares loan has an option which could see that deal go up to 16 million pounds if Forrest were to activate that next Hmm. summer which would be more than double what we paid for him you know so trusty's gone marie's gone getting us extra funds as well we're getting sell-on clause benefits from gendouzi and Panos's moves potentially awobi as well if he moves to mm-hmm. fulham today there's talk that that deal could happen so you know i think that there's a lot of positives to look at in this window it's just ended in frustration and i think that maybe we've got to that stage of the window again where we're looking around and i'm not sure that the options have been there and i agree with you i'd rather You know, signing someone for the sake of signing them. Is that any better than Rob Holding? Do you know what I mean? Is that any better than having someone like Rob Holding? I'm not sure that it is. It's not. I think fans like a shiny
1: toy. um, And I think they always have that obsession. Uh, And I used to be like that as well. um, Always when the transfer uh, market opened you want that player you want and once you've signed that player it's like it's done it's dusted let's get the next player let's get the next player but at the end of the day Mikorate has a responsibility to now coach these players and that's his job at the end of the day is to be a manager and it's to make these better make these players sorry better and improve them on the training pitch so when it's once it's the weekend they're performing at a high level once it's the Champions League games they're playing at a high level So now the onus is on Mikel Teta, I think it's fine margins for me. Like, if Timber doesn't get injured, this window is 9 out of 10. Maybe 10 out of 10, if we're being serious. The only cover that you could probably say Arsenal probably need after all those four signings would be Bakai Saka, um, competition for him. But again, you you could probably um, be all right with that because you've got Reece Nelson, you've got Gabriel Jesus, who can do that job as well. But if Timber doesn't get injured, Arsenal's window... Is, is successful it, it's out of this world four top players four international players and you've trimmed the squad as well but because he's got injured I think that's where the frustration comes and it's unfortunate it's bad luck these things can happen so I think that's where the frustration comes from Arsenal fans they're a bit worried that there may be light in that department but when you look in and around Europe Timba I think he's a unique player He's a unique player. I look in around Europe. Who's who's a player uh, like Timber in Europe? Simakan, maybe.
0: Not even Simmercan. Because you know Simacan. he's he's more of a center half than Timber is. Yeah,
1: that's what I mean. No, I can't see any other. Henrik's
0: player. Is like the only one who can play. I look at it, go. He can play right or left, but he's nowhere near. He's nowhere near the he's quality.
1: Exactly. No, nowhere near level
0: or two below Timber. Of yeah, Timber.
1: So, like I said, there's no point bringing a player just for the sake of it, but. Yeah, I think now, now once the uh, window closes today, later on today, I think now the onus will be on Mikel Arteta. There can't be any excuses. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. There can't be any excuses. Yeah.
0: Is, is there an element, do you think, that Arteta would have wanted somebody, but the club have not been able to give him that? Do you think it's Arteta's decision to not sign anyone else? Or do you mm-hmm. think he would have wanted someone else?
1: I think it's Arteta's decision not to sign anyone else.
0: Really, because I've yeah. heard rumours that he's wanted some other player. I know you're not a fan of Eric Garcia, but I've seen suggestions that he would have been keen, but Edu wasn't. I don't know that, by the way. I've just seen some rumours circulating. Edu knows what he's
1: doing,
0: then, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but no. It's, but so then it's, you can't uh, say it's Arteta's choice, you know, if that's true, to not yeah. sign anyone else.
1: Yeah, but I think, I think they talk about players to talk about cover. Look, it's done. It is what happened. I think Arsenal and the Kroenke, mm. the ownership, they forked out a lot of money this window. They've gone above and beyond to improve this squad. And fair play to them because a couple of seasons ago, I never expected Arsenal to be forking £100 million for a player of Declan Rice's standard. Brilliant signing. Timber, excellent signing. Kai Havertz, again, the uh, people are still on the fence, but they forked out £65 million for, for a German international. Someone someone who's got international pedigree, David Raya, a clever signing. So Mikel Arteta, he can't sit there and say Arsenal have not done enough for him because they have, they have. Now it's his responsibility to basically coach, be on the training pitch, and improve this squad. Arsenal have got a favourable draw in the Champions League as well, a really favourable draw. Let's see rotation in that competition. Let's see opportunities be given to Emil Smith-Rowe, Fabio Vieira, etc. Mikel Ateta, I want to see him now evolve as a manager. I want him to basically be in a position where he's not only focusing on one competition. Arsenal have got avenues this season to win one of the cup competitions. We need to go far in the FA Cup or the Carabao Cup. And we need a good run in the Champions League. It's a Europa League draw, to be honest. Arsenal should be topping that that group should be over in the fourth game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I be. agree. I think there isn't a game in that, you know, I know we lost to PSV last year. Um, they're weaker. You the said they don't have Javi Simmons. They don't have Gakpo. Um, Mr. Yeah, they they are bringing in Hervin Lozano. Bakayoko is expected to still be there. Yeah. Um Sangari, for, um yeah I, look there are some other they've got some good players and there's a reason why they're in the champions league but again like like last year even with gappo and simmons like I felt like we should have beaten you know we yeah. I, I felt we really comfortably beat them at the emirates you yeah. know when we played them we dominated that game um I remember, yeah, I had a funny story about that game. I remember catching up with Gakpo after the game because he thought I was going to go up and try and take a selfie with him. But no, the journalist in me was running up with my dictaphone ready to uh, get a question or two into him. And, you know, I think that with PSV this year, they're an interesting side. I think that Lonza and it are going to probably be, the, the the weakest of the group because without Fafana and without Appenda, yes, they brought in El Yuahi, but I think Fafana was massive, absolutely mm. massive for them. And Appenda was obviously a massive goal scorer is it, for them as well. I think they've drawn one, lost two, or the other way, lost one, drawn two. So um, they're like in the
1: relegation zone as well. Yeah,
0: they're winless this season so far yeah. in, in Liga. So, um, And Severe are tough, but, you know, I think at home, away from home, they're not great. At home, they're good. But they're just using a
1: struggle so far.
0: And yeah, again, I think we're going up against three teams that have got their vices and we should be winning, even with the rotation, the majority of those games. And so that means that We can and could have rotated, but we may not be able to rotate in defence as much as we wanted to because we don't have the numbers, um, which is a frustration, but it's the reality. I think that William Saliba is going to be lent on very, very heavily this season. And with that back question mark, how is he going to respond to that? Is he going to be able to do that? That is a big, big question mark. Um, Smith, who I'm hoping gets the minutes that he needs, um, and I hope that it's also a great opportunity for Kai Havertz to kind of find his form and footing as well in the squad. That's going to be really, really important. What would you rate... If we don't sign anybody and holding leaves, Cedric and Pepe eventually go, because of course the Saudi window's open a little bit longer, so I think you could... And the Turkish window as well. You might see Pepe leave for one of those two nations after the English deadline closes. What would you rate this at, a 10? Seven. Yeah, so I, I I agree with that. If Timber was fully fit, what would you have rated it? Nine. Yeah, I said that as well, and and I was I'm like exactly spot on with you about that. And I'm being told it's fine It's fine like margins, fives.
1: It's fine, I'm margins being given man.
0: Fives, mate. It's unfortunate. That's what it is. Bad luck. Like even even when
1: I see pictures of Timber scroll up on my Twitter feed, um, I get upset. I'm
0: like, yeah. Why did he? Because it would have, have been to get so injured? good to have him. Yeah. So so good. And there's also going to be question marks about now, like how he returns from this injury. You know, it's not just about, oh, we get him back in March onwards. You know, and that's Mm. seven months away from the injury, so it could be March onwards because seven to nine months is the projected uh, timescale for ACL recoveries, but. It's just so gutting um yeah. that we've lost such because he was he took things to another level in that, you know, in that defensive fullback area Perfect. for me, you know, and arguably in centre half as well, because he allowed Ben White to be used and you know, Gabriel to have more depth with Saliba and White there. He was he's better than Tom Yasu. he's better than um I think he's a better fullback than Ben White, potentially, and that's yeah. saying something. Ben White's fantastic, but I think he offered he's potentially a big game more. Player as well. He's big a, game yeah, player. he's absolutely a big game player. I think Zinchenko, in his own words, said that yeah. he thinks Tim might be better than him. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's what we're dealing with the loss of here, and that's why I agree with you that I think the windows are seven. If we don't react to that injury, it would have been a nine. If we had have you know had him for all of this season, um, and that's what's so gutting is that I think there's going to be such a negative spin on this window mm-hmm. now, when actually the work that we did to get the deals that we did do done was so good. And perhaps if we'd have done all of the deals that we've done in, you know, late July, early August, and it was fresher in people's minds, the rice signing and the timber signing and the uh, the Havert signing and the Rea signing, even though Rea was quite late. If all of those deals were slightly later, maybe we're a bit of a victim of our own proactivity yeah. in doing those deals really you early. We can't
1: complain that as an Arsenal fan, you can't complain. I'm it. not complaining but, about no, it. No, it's like, great I know. early, but I'm but saying but that's Arsenal why there's that do. reaction. But Arsenal fans yeah. do complain about it. I told yeah. you, it's like a shiny toy. Those toys, they've got them and they want to get the next toy. They want to get the next toy. They want to get the next toy. But there comes a time when the shop is closed, folks. Like, you can't keep getting toys just because you want um, a new player. I think Arsenal have done really well. I've asked for a long time for Arsenal to be proactive in the transfer market, to complete their business on time, be early, be quick, and they've done it. So I can't sit here and complain. And I think most Arsenal fans can't. Yes, you can complain in terms of the fact that maybe they could be a bit more reactive due to Timber's injury, but then there's an argument to be had... Name a couple of players out there that can make the same impact as Julian Timber.
0: It goes both ways. It's just a breaking news for you. Um dropping not Arsenal related, um, unfortunately, but uh, so apparently Chelsea have made another bid for another player. Um Antonio Nusa, who's Club Bruges eighteen year old left winger. Um, that's,
1: but that's a thirty. twenty-five
0: million pounds. But apparently, he said feel.
1: no. I read. I read in the morning. He said no
0: to it. Really? Oh, I've just, I've just seen um a report coming out at ten sixteen a.m. So ten minutes ago. Um, where are these players? Apparently, see, the player wants it. to stay at Club Bruges. So yeah, Chelsea yeah, yeah. simply wants to close the deal before other clubs pick him up. So maybe it's a loan back potentially. I don't but understand what Chelsea. Are doing. Another, another deal for chelsea um and i think that in itself i think chelsea's presence of what they've done in this window is is only going to also frustrate you know arsenal fans seeing them do what they're doing um but let's be honest they spent so much money and they ended up bottom half of the table last season so let's not act like money equals success because they won't finish
1: above they won't finish above arsenal this season no you don't think so no
0: i agree Um. so yeah it's just what do you think also about the fact that we've not been able to find any cover I know we're going on a bit longer than I said but like how do you feel about the Saka coverage and the the fact that we didn't get a signing in that position because I wanted a forward and we didn't because that's you know we talk about it being a 7 if it was Timber if Timber was fit it would be a 9 what would have made it a 10 for me is if we'd have got that forward in as well
1: definitely definitely I think I'm very in full agreement in terms of that I think Um, after all those four signings the next position that I wanted was cover for Bukaya Saka but when I talk about cover I don't necessarily mean someone that's going to sit on the bench and just replace him when he needs a breather I want someone Mm. to come in and that can basically scare Bukaya Saka think to himself Mm. look if I don't play one week um, at high level I know someone on the bench that can potentially take my place if that makes sense Like, again, so it's a player I don't want to sign just for the sake of it. Uh, I want uh, a forward that's going to come in, that's going to make a name for himself, that's going to try and stake a claim in the first team setup, and which is going to compete with Bukai Saka week in, week out, similar to what David Raya and Aaron Ramsdale are doing uh, in the goalkeeping uh, positions. They're fully at it every single week on the training pitches, and they know um, that if they're not at it one week, Rams don't make some mistake um, in a game, he knows he's going to look on the bench and David Ryan will be staring at him and thinking to himself, look, I'm, I'm going to take your place the next week. So, But again, who's out there? There are names out there, but are they at the level of Bakao Saka? I'll give you an example. No, no one I'll is. Give, I'll give you like an example. So. I'll give you an example. At the start of the window, when there was links to Rafael Liao, yeah, before he signed that contract mm-hmm. with Milan, I would have loved to sign Rafael Liao. And I know some people might be sitting here saying, what about Gabriel Martinelli? What about Gabriel Martinelli? Rafael Liao would have taken Gabriel Martinelli's game to the next level. Rafael Liao, um, versatile, someone that can come in, play in a number of positions. But again, competition. Imagine having those two players fighting out for, for the left-sided um, position. It would have been brilliant. It would have been brilliant. Like, look at Liverpool's attack. Jota, Nunez. Mohamed Salah, Cody Gakpo, um, uh, Luis
0: Diaz—five mm. top players—and only three yeah. complete. And they still finished outside the Champions League places.
1: <laughs> but you, you know what I mean. Like, it's bring in yeah. a player, bring in a player that's going to compete with our forwards that are going to push them all the way. Don't just mm. sign any other player that's going to be like a
0: back. Do you know what's ironic about that group, though, Umar? Is that who is the competitor for Salah on the right wing? Because Gakpo, Jota, Diaz nine, yeah. are all, and Nunez are either centre-forwards or left-sided players. Yeah. And that's the thing about the right wing, is that the right wing is so bereft of real talent exactly. on the exactly. market. It's true. The only player that I really thought was there was Mohamed Kudus. Like He was the only Definitely. player I looked at exactly. and thought, yeah, yeah. that's the player that we could have got. I think the reason why we didn't is because of A, the injury to Timber switched focuses somewhat, and B, because we haven't been quick enough or haven't been able to get mm. players out quick enough in the window. And that's down to, you know, a lot of people finger-pointing at uh, Edu for not getting those players out. If you haven't got the offers coming in, at the end of the day, you can't bring out players, you know, fast enough. People can't moan about the money for Balogun and then say, you know, Eddie's Almost not good the enough up. when they're the the Arsenal well. was waiting to see if we'd get a bigger offer for Balogun. Mm. So you can't have it both ways. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't. It's factually. Just but
1: I think I think it's a good thing that Eddie and Ke'ia has made a strong start to the season mm. because this Sunday for me, Eddie and starts in the number nine position. And I think that allows opportunities saved on a rotate in a certain game Champions League game. Gabriel Jesus can go out on the right hand side and give Baka Saka a breather. And Eddie and I have faith mm. that he's more comfortable now being Arsenal's number nine uh, striker. So again, different profiles, different positions. I think Guna, Jake in the comments, is Musa, the RB. he would have been a decent signing as well. But
0: again, yeah. But why would he come to Arsenal? Now Arsenal. He's not going to play. Exactly. Yeah. Kudus
1: at least has like a bit of versatility yeah. in his game. I think can Kudus in a number of positions. Move, yeah. It is what it is, isn't
0: it? Kudus is the miss for me. Uh, that's, that's the one that I say, you know, uh, I, I think we might regret the most. This window is uh, not signing Kudus. Um, but uh, if you'd have asked me, would I have rather Arsenal signed a defender or, or a white winger, it would have been a defender um Easy. after the injury to timber without a doubt so yeah that's that's where my frustration is that's why it takes my rating of this window from a nine if timber was available down to a seven because and and only a defender wouldn't have brought it back up to a nine by the way it would have taken it to about an eight if we'd have brought in you know a, yeah. uh, a Henrik style player. You know, and if we still do something crazy between now and the end of the window, uh, just a couple of things just to round off the show. I, we won't talk about these, we're losing out on time, but the total agreement apparently has been reached between Barcelona and Atletico Madrid for João Felix. That's according to Luis Rojo um, uh, at Marca. Uh, which is interesting to see if that deal gets done and how they're going to get this Raúl Cancelo deal done with Felix to yeah. fit financial fair play. Maybe Cancelo's one to watch if Arsenal put a cheeky loan know. bid in. Never know. One to watch, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know if Arsenal would do that, but yeah, that's, that's potentially one. Um, Spurs are considering a move for Lloyd Kelly from Bournemouth, which is very interesting and not particularly that scary. Um, Fulham look like they're losing Palinia to Bayern Munich, which, of course, is frustrating from an Arsenal (laughs) perspective because why they didn't sell him before they played Arsenal. I, that puts me banking on Fulham to be one of my favorites to go down. I think the Palynier is half of that team, his celebration is well is like. Yeah, I know. He just likes football, like, you yeah. know. And Charlie Petino's been called up for the England under 21s um for the first time for the uh under 21 Euro qualifiers uh against Luxembourg. So um Congratulations to Charlie Patina. I hope that he has a, a fantastic one. Um, we'll have more content for you coming throughout the day. Of course, you can keep up to date of all of the breaking stories on the Football.London website and our live transfer blog. We've got pieces coming out throughout the day. I'm sure there'll be more video content as well. Umar, is that correct? Coming out throughout the day? Yeah, we will do. We will do lovely lovely stuff uh thank you to everyone in the chat box for tuning in very much appreciate it do drop a like on the video subscribe help us on our way to 100,000 subscribers an absolute pleasure joining you every morning throughout this window and don't worry once the window is closed you'll still be getting shows for us at 10 a.m weekdays um but yes we'll see you again very very soon have a fantastic day and as always keep following us down the arsenal way